0: I feel like the hearing and the smelling and the tracking and whatnot is being offset by another uh, ability called being a papa, dad. Is dad is that ability. The sixth sense is, is dad. dad. <laughs>
1: The good, the bad, and the badge. I'm Julia, and I'm Becca. We're best friends and lifelong Star Wars fans, and this is a Star Wars: The Bad Batch fan cast.
0: And this time we got episode nine called "The Crossing." Hell yeah, we do! An episode. It's a good one. I
1: actually really liked this episode.
0: I did too. I think I was, we were probably like a third of the way through, and I'm like, I like, I like this.
1: It's solid. Like, I mean, we keep talking about this, and we have talked about this, but like, it's a solid
0: like filler that's fun and has weight to it. I'm. I think that it will soon become not filler, filler with it, purpose. Because I feel like it's got a lot of setup to it. Yeah. Like, I I think halfway through this, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a two part for sure. Yeah. No. I'm I'm glad it's going to be or it. Yeah. It is a two part episode because uh because I don't feel like they would be able to like catch all of the emotional beats that happened in this episode. Agreed. And I'm so glad that they weren't like uh we're just gonna like jump over the fact that echo is no longer here like yeah. they really were like this is kind of a solid less solemn everyone's feeling it like you know
1: and i'm glad we got that like from the jump of the episode exactly like immediately i feel like it was so easy to see and i, I like that we start this episode quick too because i feel like at, very quickly as as the episode progressed i was like this is going to be an episode where we are talking about character development yeah and like we are dealing with a
0: weighty thing which is great Is it's is.
1: It's exactly what I wanted with the situation at hand.
0: Yeah. And I love, too, that, like, in in Echo's absence, we do get, like, a really neat um moment with tech, which, like, this we was a, a good episode. We get a couple neat moments with tech. This was a good episode for people who enjoy tech, which sure. I am one of those people. And,
1: like, I think it's just nice to have now not and it's not because echo left obviously but yeah. i think we're just like getting to the point where we can have these like breakout moments with characters and we're mm-hmm. getting to have like really meaningful stuff so like tech was due for some like meaningful conversation here. well
0: yeah the whole t- the whole last season we were like oh i really want a wrecker episode i really want a tech episode and like obviously it doesn't have to just be like tech alone or like wrecker alone but um or I zuko I re- alone <laughs> or zuko alone um I remember really early on, I think when, uh, the episode faster came out that we were reading some article and it was like, I really hope that bad batch doesn't do this thing where they split their crew. And I'm like, I mean, I guess they sort of have done that in a way in that like echo has gone, but like, it's not as a complete split. It's like, um, you know, just kind of a, an an added conflict that's interesting, um, which has allowed, uh. Moments like this where, like, Tech and Omega kind of get separated from the group and are able to have, like, a moment um, about this conflict. So, like, it, I don't know. It's good. And I think that uh, people, for some reason, or at least that person who wrote that article, was scared of that. And I'm like, I think you're not giving these people the credit that is due to them in that uh, they know what they're doing with story and character.
1: For sure. It's giving us, like, a lot of opportunity, I think, to explore you know, what we have here in these characters, and I'm glad that they're taking the time to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm still morbidly interested about how, like, we're going to get Echo up in here again. Um, Yeah. But but I was really pleased with this episode, and again, I like, per, per our ethos, I guess... I feel like it's not a filler episode if it, it is inching our character development along and I feel like this was a really great episode for understanding our characters more on maybe like a deeper more emotional level that we don't always get to see them and yeah. also like getting back to conversations that like I think are really integral to the series as a whole like later on right when we get this like solo Tech and Omega moment like the concept of like their identity as soldiers, even coming back below. It's like really a cool, nice thing to see at this point. And I Uh feel like, I don't know, I feel like this episode was really giving me a lot of like things that I wanted to see again and Mm. got to see. Like even to the point where like, I, I bring this up. Uh, Hunter is like using his like senses more.
0: Yeah we see that more. I was going to bring that up because I was going to say we should yeah. get into the, like the, the a little like, bit plot. of the chronological. Yeah. Um, every, but...
1: t- every fucking time we record an episode we're like should we do the <laughs>
0: should we? Should we do it chronological? <laughs> yeah. Um. No but like that's like one of the first things that we see when they land on this like western ass looking planet and like I know again we just do shout outs all the time but like I, we love this show. Um. But the Keener Brothers really bring in the music in for this is so good
1: holy shit as me-
0: soon as the music started i'm just like ah, this is good yeah, this is yeah, good yeah yeah
1: that i mean it's the reason we named our podcast what we did but yeah. that like a western flair that's uh-huh. like i mean it's been in clone wars it's been in star wars obviously but like it I feel like can really, really shine at specific moments in Bad Batch. Yeah. And I I love when they do it. And I loved the, like, acoustic guitar. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so moody. And I feel like it set the scene so well for, like, this episode in that it was going to be a lot more, like, introspective. Yes. And, like, how the fuck did they do that? I don't
0: know, but Music
1: is magical.
0: (laughs) I feel like I was like, I do not know what to expect from this episode. Are we gonna see Echo at all? Like, doing his own thing? Are we not? Obviously, we didn't. But, like, as soon as the music started and, like, it starts on this shot of, like, the Marauder coming into this uh, arid, sort of, like, burned-out western plateau, mesa kind of area... Um. As soon as the music started playing, I was just like, "Okay, yeah, we're all sad. Like, we're this is a a challenge. It
1: sets the tone really well." Mm -hmm. And I was, I love. And I don't know.
0: I don't know how music works. (laughs) What is music? What is what? How do music? Uh. No, I'm just a very unmusical person. Um. But so I don't know. Maybe I'm just easily impressed. But I think that they really. I don't know. Every episode, I think they knock out of the park. But this was just like supremely like okay just from the music cue, i know i know the tone i know what's being kind of communicated here it's just it's just really well done yeah
1: okay so after that obviously mm-hmm. when the marauder lands uh, we get some exposition here which is that we're on a job for sid obviously because that's the, back to the use there's only the, four
0: of us now but, yeah that's, yes. that's how this show works um sid has purchased a mine so Sid's bottom line, and that seems challenging, given. Um, but good for her. You know what? Good for her. She's a, a what is it called? Um, diversifying her portfolio. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah business. A little econ, uh, you know, knowledge mm, coming at you. Business. Mm, business. Business. <laughs> um, again, she's she's looking out for her own interests. We learned that in Faster, which like, again. Bad Batch has a uh, a track record of like being like this episode's filler and then be like just
1: kidding. Yeah. And and I like uh, I think we talked about this at some at some point in some episode probably when we were talking about Faster. Um but I like that like kind of the meat of this show is like we get to have these fancy fun good times as a crew. Um but like it has a way of like sneaking in these like character development moments and like interesting tidbits and stuff and like Sons like I think entombed that was like kind of probably in my opinion the weakest of the bunch yeah um I love that we're kind of getting back to that like season one-esque vibe of episodes where it's like you you think it's filler but it's actually like like I'm kind of remembering too if we're going to compare the like greater I don't know setup of the first season it's kind of um what was that episode called the epi post mid-season in season one was it battlegrounds Oh, my God. The episode with Echo where he's like figuring out that like separatist and whatever don't mean anything now. Anyway, I feel like that episode kind of like in my brain has a comparison to this one just because like where it is in the lineup. But also like that it kind of is like you think it would be filler post the like the mid season, but it's actually like has some interesting character development in there. in like a really specific, I would say, maybe filler esque situation.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. I think immediately off the bat, uh, after we've uh, gotten the exposition, that Sid bought this mine and they need to, uh, they're now miners for Sid. Um, they need to extract some. Uh, Ipsium? Ipsium? I don't know what to call it a warm, chemical or a, a mineral, I, I guess. Think it's like a mineral? Yeah. Um, like, I, again, immediately, like, Omega has kind of shifted into this, like, angsty teenager like she's upset and she's being a little sassy to her parents um and i love that like again hunter just giving a sad tired dad that like that now it does not have the support of mama um yeah and immediately like almost immediately they start arguing because um uh, I, I, there's. They don't um, have enough people. They don't have enough people, so they leave Omega and Wrecker out, and then they eventually have to call Omega in, and she's a, she's just annoyed. Like she's just like, I don't like this. This is bad.
1: Um, yeah, she's. I don't know. I like that we immediately are like creating tension here, right? Because like. Immediately, we're bringing up the conversation of like, you know, Echo's not here. We're down a man. We're going to have to do this with two people. And like, Wrecker, you have to stay out here. And like, Omega, you can't be alone. And like, yeah. all this stuff. Like, I think, and, and Omega seems to immediately pick up on those, like, uh, you know, tones. I feel like that's a very like kid with parents thing is yeah. like, you can, like, the kid kind of figures it out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I like that she's, like, kind of attuned to that immediately and is, like, clearly, like, getting frustrated by it. Mm-hmm. And by the fact that, effectively, I like that we're seeing that kind of ungoverned uh, Wrecker and Tech will just kind of, like, fight with each other. Yeah. And, like, I think it's interesting that Echo even though we only got like little bits of him, did seem to be kind of like the level-headed sort of peacemaker between.
0: Yeah, not that like Tech and Wrecker don't listen to Hunter, like he is their de facto leader, but it I think it definitely helped Hunter's case to have like another person who was also um, more of like a <laughs> parent figure, I suppose. Because again, Tech and Wrecker have very like brother vibes and I, I know they're all like siblings in a way, but like, um yeah. They they have si- sibling vibes, uh, spe- specifically tech and record because they immediately start bickering <laughs> and Hunter's the one who has to be like, all right, let's, let's get down to business here and get out.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like Hunter also is kind of like a team leader personality, but he's not always got the sort of like people oriented nature to him. He's kind of like, this is the objective that we have to get done. And yeah. like, if you're fighting, then like fucking deal with it. Yeah. Um, and so I like that we're seeing the obvious hole in mm-hmm. their crew now yeah. with Echo gone. And I feel like that's like such a great... I don't know. It's great. I love it. They did it really well. And I like that we're seeing it in these like conversations. It's not like someone... I mean, besides the fact that that Omega, you know, a, a couple of times is like, you know, we lost Echo. Like, it's not just like someone walked into the shot at the very beginning was like, gosh, I'm so <laughs> upset that Echo is gone. Yeah. He was the peacekeeper,
0: the glue that kept this group together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that would absolutely be like a show and not, or a tell telling and not show. show. And uh, as we've established before, the people who make the show are extremely good at showing and not telling which is a skill. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, I love too, that like when Dr. <laughs> and Tech go in and they're like, okay, we have to do this. We have to mine this thing. Also, there's like none of it in here and this mine that Sid bought. Um, and then they're like, there's, it's too, it's too small. It's like in a hole that's too small for us. So we have to call it an Omega. And I love that like Omega has to shove herself into this hole and like mine this fucking explosive mineral and Hunter's just, they're just being like, be careful. And I'm like, you're just like on dad overdrive, I think, because you're the only like parental figure yeah. uh, here right now. Um, it, no, that's a good moment. I mean, again, and I don't think any of this would mean as much if we hadn't have set up, like basically from the season beginning to the mid season where Echo leaves that like, we are a unit. This is how we function. We are a family. Like, that really starts to hit home. We start to cash in some of those things here in this yeah. episode. Yeah. So let's jump to like, they determine that this mine is nearly depleted, which is like, good job, Sid. Um. <laughs> and they're kind of like determining what to do about that. Because uh, again, they've kind of, we talked about this like in the episode, uh where we were watching it, but like we, they, they've, they've fucked up quite a few jobs. And yeah. so they're like, we should probably cash in some good ones. Um, and, uh, they're trying to figure out what to do, and it's challenging because of the explosive nature of this. Um, (laughs) oh yeah, I forgot. Meanwhile, we see this, like, person, uh, like, come up to the marauder, essentially. Yeah. Um,.
1: Which we do get a a line in here before that when they like leave record that like you need to look out because apparently there are poachers in the area. Yeah. Um, so like be on guard and you're like, okay. Yeah. And dutifully does his job, but like also the marauder is like not in an eye line. Yeah, (laughs) he
0: can't see it. And then like obviously I think poachers are like I guess we don't know what who this person is, right? No, we're not. Um, but we'll find out. Uh but um yeah, we find out that um or eventually after they kind of get all of the ipsium that they can get out of here, they come out and immediately the Marauder like takes off and leaves, which like, I I don't think I expected like something like this no, to happen. I
1: assumed it was going to be like, a, we have to work out our feelings... And when we're done, we'll go back to the ship. You know, that's kind of like how episodes work.
0: Yeah. Um, Which, like, again, throwing us a little bit of a curveball, a conflict. I think when this happened, I was like, this is going to be a two-part episode. Um, Yeah, like, how do you get your fucking ship back? I wouldn't even know what to do. I thought for sure they were going to, like, come out and, like, find the person trying to, like, steal their ship. Oh, for
1: sure. And then we would have, like, a new kooky little character.
0: Yeah, exactly. But that's not what happened. I mean, we might. We'll see. But, um... Yeah, so after this happens, this kind of, like, big tipping point here where, like, Hunter and Tech get mad at Wrecker for not seeing, and, like, he's like, I couldn't see this ship, and I didn't see anyone, like, skulking about, so, like, what do you want from me? And it's just, like, kind of starts to become a... Um Kind of a family feud shit show. Yeah,
1: the, the tension starts building mm-hmm. here. And then also, we get the added bonus of like, at some point during this, Hunter, like, they see the ship fly off towards the storm that they already saw. Yeah. And at some point, Hunter does his cool thing that we're seeing him do again, which is like, sniff that he,
0: dirt, feel things, yeah, smell. Yeah, kneels down to the yeah. dirt, feels Hears it. Things. He
1: doesn't smell it, I guess, that we can hear or see. Yeah. Uh, but based on something he ascertains, he understands that, like, the. Uh, the storm has changed direction and is yeah. now going
0: to come towards them. Yeah, so, like, a uh, big, bigger issue.
1: Yeah, we essentially are just, like, adding... We're just, like, every time we're, like, cranking up the heat on the stove a little bit so mm-hmm. that this pot is going to fucking boil.
0: Yeah. Um. So they decide that they have to make it to, like, the nearest spaceport, which is 40 clicks, which, like, I don't think that's miles, but, you know...
1: I think it's, like, far enough, though. Like, because in the way that they talk about it it seems like it's going to take a really fucking long but it's their
0: only option because they can't make like deep space communications essentially so they're like walking through this like slot canyon which is so again the the um, landscape in this episode is really really uh fun yeah Um, i mean
1: i'm a huge sucker for like mesa sort of arid desert formations and stuff but like i feel like it just like i don't know i love to see it it mm -hmm. obviously like was designed to aid the story
0: yeah i was gonna say slot canyons are really dangerous if Mm -hmm. you don't know where you're doing and you don't know where you're going and you don't have the like supplies for it like immediately when they heard that rumbling and it turned out to be that stampede um i was immediately like oh it's a flash flood because that's very common
1: like the last place you want to be is at the bottom of a canyon
0: yeah which like yeah there is this kind of fun um lion (laughs) Lion king King moment stampede here where like at some point like record literally has to cover this like package this uh, like explosive package, yeah um with his body and i'm like holy shit um yeah
1: i really enjoyed this part I, again i feel like this was an interesting episode progressing through it cuz it felt like we were taking some time to do things and yeah at some yeah. point i'm like i wonder how many part episodes this is going to be yeah but i i yeah i don't know i kind of liked this like weird like tense lion king moment where like I don't know. Also, the fact that, like, Wrecker saves himself, obviously, Mm because he's a person. Yeah. And then Tech is like, you can't let that explode. And he's like, hey, but what about me, though? Yeah. Like, I feel like it kind of added to the tension between those two, obviously. And the fact that he literally has to go and, like, lay on top of it while, like, animals jump run over over him him. yeah that was a wild moment that was really interesting
0: it was really interesting because like yeah i mean not to say that like echo is like the group's compassion or heart or anything because like i think they all kind of contribute to that but they're again it's just another reason or another way that you're feeling this whole yeah so they're all kind of like mad at for losing the ship and then now dropping the ipsium and then they get into another mine
1: yeah so they're essentially it's kind of like the out of the frying pan into the fire right because the stampede passes and then there's yet another rumbling it's like hey what were they running from and it's like the the storm uh, approaching swiftly like completely obscuring everything and it's like an electrical storm yeah uh so they you know obviously run for it and
0: yeah do end up in a new mine a new mine and they get caved in
1: yes because the the ipsium package explodes yeah which is i guess
0: tech's fault so now they're all mad at tech <laughs> he's annoyed Oh, because he was carrying
1: it. he was carrying yeah. it. he
0: drops it and then it fucking explodes yeah, yeah. i love
1: that like really um siblings like moment of like after the stampede wrecker who was carrying it is like done with everyone's shit yeah like tech's shit and he's like you carry it then and tech's like okay, yeah. And then, like tech drops it, and now we're like all like, and then they're, pissed now they're stuck other. in a,
0: another mine. Yeah, so they're like literally trying to like, g- like carve out a hole through these big big rocks. And I love that tech is like wedged into between a wall and a rock, and he can't. He's just. I mean, what can he do? Uh,
1: yeah. So we're missing a part here, which is that we have another like this is a yeah. catalyst for another good conversation yes. where. Their fighting is uh, is coming to a head, and Omega is, like, not about it.
0: Because I think it, it the conversation starts with, like, what are we going to do? How are we going to get the Marauder back? And Tekka's like, well, it's likely that we won't get it back. We'll just have to get a new ship. And Omega immediately takes issue with this, And she's like, we can't. Like, that's our home. We can't lose that we lost Echo. It's our flying
1: apartment building <laughs> we all live in.
0: Which, like, I love this, like, conversation, and I totally... um I get, I mean, obviously, like, Omega, where Omega's coming from is a sympathetic, like, you you can understand, obviously, like, she's lost a parental figure, uh, and now, you know, all of their meager belongings, but, like, you know, their home base, their home, the only home that they've ever known other yeah. than Camino, which, like, is obviously gone now. Like, it's hard enough having someone not be in your life, and then- uh, and then losing like another thing of familiarity of like yeah and like know.
1: likely the only place that you have like solid memories of that person too. yeah exactly uh, just, like also kind of gone and i love that like yeah this is like kind of like what boils the pot over
0: yeah and i love that they're uh, i think it's omega and tech specifically um or no omega's like we already lost omega i mean
1: (laughs) we lost me (laughs) omega's like
0: we already lost echo and you know they're like listen we haven't lost him he's not dead he's just you know on a different mission than us and tech is just like which like this is a little out of character for him because I th- but I think it contributes to the fact that they're all kind of like annoyed with one another but he's like what's your issue? Like get over it basically.
1: I don't think that's out of character for him.
0: I think the statement what is your issue? Is
1: that what he says? He says what's your issue. But yeah. He says it not really with any amount of attitude.
0: I think he does. I think it's slight because it's him, but I think it's beyond. Like I think it, All the other times he was explaining, like, previously in this conversation, like, he's a little bit more just tech being kind of oblivious in tech. But I think him saying, what's your issue? Mm. I don't know. I sensed a little bit of uh, attitude from him there. Um, The toot. Yeah. Which is, like, again, not a lot. Which is, like, that is in character that he wouldn't immediately do, like, a 180 and be, like, what's your fucking issue? Like, he's not going to do that. But especially since, like, he's talking to, like, Omega. He's not talking to Wrecker. Um, who seems a little more equitable here, like that really throws her over the edge and she's just like, I'm I'm out. Like, I'm going to go, I want to be alone. Which again, like very teenage of her.
1: Yeah, I do also really like here that like in the sort of meat of this conversation, like at Omega is like, uses the language too of like, we lost Echo. And like, I like that the sort of counterpoint is like, we didn't lose him, he left, which doesn't help obviously. Mm-hmm. And then Tech goes on to say like, you know, this squad existed before he was here, and it'll exist after. Yeah, and like obviously, this isn't a great thing to say, and and obviously, this is kind of like what Omega is like. Kind of, how dare you? Because it just seems obviously like he's being very blasé about yeah. the fact that like this person who's really important to her and all of them has left. But yeah. like obviously, it's tech being tech. I do really like though that she, yeah, she like you know walks off and is like, "I want to be alone." Yeah, and everyone is just like looks at tech and is just like, "What." You go
0: fucking fix this. Why'd you do this? I love immediately they, uh they look at him and they're like, why did you do that? And Hunter's immediately just like, she's upset. Why did you do that? Yeah. And I,
1: I like that we then get these, like, conversations or this little conversation about tech that's like, you know, why did you do that? And he's like, I told her the truth. And Hunter's like, she already knows the truth. That's
0: why she's upset.
1: Like, I think that's just like a solid. I don't know. I'm really liking that we're like kind of getting like an additional characterization here with tech. And I guess Hunter too, but like all of these characters are just like, they know, I don't know, like obviously like tech isn't as like well versed with like social cues and communication and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, I like that he's having to learn some things and like, we're also getting to learn about like how these characters react to, you know, situations.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think from tech's perspective, it's like, well, if you already know, then you wouldn't be upset or you would just be keeping a lid on it. Like, why can't you do that? You must not know. And it's like, oh, clearly that's not the point.
1: Yeah, I think it's also the concept that, like, well, if you know the truth and the factual evidence, like, there's no reason to be emotional. And it's, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're caved in. Yes. Omega has gone off to sit in a dark hole alone. <laughs> Which, like, same. Mood. Uh, The boys are still fighting. They pretty much are just, like, uh, the boys are actually, excuse me, the boys are really <laughs> still fighting. Because Wrecker and Tech are, like, still going at it. yeah. And then they kind of, like, uh, realize, like, hey, it's going to take a literal forever to get out of here. Mm-hmm. But if we had a little bit of that Ipsium, we could, like, blow our th- a-, a-, a way out, essentially. Mm-hmm. So they are like, hey, tech, you need to go fucking make it better. Also, go find some Ipsium. Yeah,
0: I love how Hunter's just like, listen, you have two jobs. One, go apologize to your sister. Number two, go find us some explosives so we can leave. <laughs> Um, I also
1: really like the note here where text like, but she said she wanted to be alone, and they're like, she doesn't really fucking mean that. Like, <laughs> she's just mad at you. Like, yeah. she
0: does want to be alone, but like, if you go say I'm sorry and like talk to her about her feelings and your feelings, then like, she does. It's it's classic preteen teen stuff where it's like, I want to be alone because
1: you're all annoying me and you don't like believe me when I'm saying when I'm talking about my experience, so I'm gonna yeah. leave. Yeah, and they're like, pay attention to me. I'm sad. <laughs> like, and text like she stated a fact, she wants to be alone. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sweet baby boy, It's that's
0: not the case. Hunter's like, oh my god, I miss Echo. Yeah, so, like, Omega, meanwhile, has, like, found a cache of this Ipsium and has just, like, decided to start mining it. She just, like, comes to the independent conclusion that, like, they can blow their way out of here if uh, they can have more of this stuff. And I like that Tech... I think he's the one that um comes up with that uh idea, too. So they're like... I like this sort of like mutual like oh yeah we we kind of came like we're kind of of the same mind here but like we have some emotional things we need to work out here yeah. because I was a dick to you sorry. Also, I like
1: that he uh, adds to that like this is more pure than the one in the the mind that Sid owns. So like we should get as much of it as we can. Yeah, because uh, re we fucked it up again. We we done fucked that job.
0: I also do like kind of the softness of like. Omega's being a little sassy again. She's just like, Well, are you sure you want me to do it? Like she's just <laughs> she's just you know, she's upset and she's, you know, acting out. Um, which we all have done. And I, I like the softness of like um I like the idea that like Tech's um objectiveness does not always is not always harsh. She's like, I know you're fully capable of doing it. Like that's a, a and it's not him like being patronizing to her and like trying to like, you know, manipulate her into being not mad at him, like that is truly like he's got one setting, and it's tr- truth telling, <laughs> yeah,
1: so they get into a little bit of a sticky situation here, right? Because time passes, Omega is mining this Ipsium uh with text assistance because he's handing her these vials she mm-hmm. had. There's a last little spot that they need. It's a little bit too far away for her to reach. And what happens is that she slips and falls. And I didn't expect this to happen. She full she full falls. She full falls. I thought that like he yeah, was, was gonna catch was,
0: her and yeah. no, she full disappears into the well. Because we
1: had the classic hands grabbing, uh-huh. about to fall, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, classic. They're gonna grab hands at <laughs> the last second. You're like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know she's gonna fall out of frame and he's gonna you know yeah. snatch her up real quick. Etc. Etc. We've seen this before. No, they decided to flip the script, and she falls just into a dark hole. And In, I'm like, into the darkness. I like how roll tech, credits. I like.
0: I, know, I like how tech waits for a second and then is just like, anyway, alley oop down the hole. <laughs> I love that he doesn't. Does he scream her name? No, he says fucking nothing, and then just like crawls through the little
1: hole that he's. He does uh, a, He does a gym from the office where that happens, and he's just like. <laughs> he looks
0: at the camera and is like, well, and then just like <laughs> jumps like, Bye. into the hole. Like that was very sweet too. I mean, not that like, again, he's, <laughs> I don't know. He's, uh, he does care. But I think that that's like Omega's deal is like, she's like, it doesn't feel like you care that much. But we'll, we'll get to the conversation later.
1: Yeah. So I like that um, they fall down a big hole. Um, yeah. I- at some point in this, we get. Oh, excuse me. No, they fall down the big hole and then into they, an
0: aqueduct, and so then they get water. slip
1: and slided for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. I would at this point shit my pants. I don't like underground cave water situation. Oh,
0: especially when like it gets to a, that point where they're like fully underwater, and I'm like, I would panic and I get
1: stressed out in video games playing oh absolutely like uncharted I'm looking at you (laughs) god I hate it so like no
0: it's so stressful so like yeah this was challenging glad
1: they're together glad they're together
0: yeah no it was really sweet like he he jumps down just like without question. He's just like, "Well, here we go." He's not he doesn't panic and go get Hunter. He's just like, "Anyway, I am going to fix this." Yeah, he
1: knows what he's go- he needs to do, and he's going to do it. He's and a calculated like that person. Yeah. Obviously, he's like able to like grab
0: onto her, and they just you know yeah slide on down the whole way down. They're like he's he's holding onto her, and yeah, no, it's very good. Um, the angst is good with this. T- uh, yeah, and um, then they get shot
1: out into a grotto. <laughs> That has a lot of Ipsium in it's it. It's
0: a beautiful grotto.
1: It is a beautiful grotto. And obviously they make it to the shore and they're soggy.
0: Yeah. And, and then, then qu- quickly a, Hunter and, an and aside. Wrecker are like, it's too quiet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like that on Wikipedia. it says that Hunter like senses movement. I don't know if that's true. If he just has a, a Papa sixth sense about it. But yeah,
0: he, I feel like. The hearing and the smelling and the tracking and whatnot is being offset by another uh, ability called being a papa. Dad. It's dad. Is that ability? The sixth sense is, is dad. dad.
1: <laughs> and. And you can't quote me on that. Yeah. Um. So he radios them. They're like, "Hey, so cool news. Um, we fell down a big hole. <laughs> can you come? <laughs> but bring we're our shit? but we're
0: alive. I yeah. I love that they and they find like a way out. But they're like, we need explosives again. So they're like, can you get our stuff and just jump down this hole?
1: I thought when we were watching the episode, we were talking about this. But I'm like, how are they going to get? Down the hole without it exploding.
0: I I thought that they were gonna have to find like an alternate. No, they were just like tech is like. Can you jump down the hole, but also like be careful because be you careful because you uh n- you, not only might you die because of the water, but you also might die because of the explosives. And there's no and way then to fix we'll this. die so.
1: because we can't leave.
0: Yeah. So you know what? Just be faster. Do your problem. best. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um. So they jump
0: down the hole because that's what these boys do. They jump down holes. They are very good. They're at the that. hole yeah. jumping boys. This Hol- is rough. hole jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as soon as like Omega disappeared down the hole and then Tech also quickly disappears down the hole I was like we're gonna have a really good Tech and in- Omega moment you did say sure. that
1: yeah and you were I can right. sense it
0: one of my powers is, sense is sensing uh emotional conversations emotional conversations but yeah Omega is like why are you not bothered that like Echo left and to be fair honestly I hadn't thought about this point until Tech brought it up but he's just like we're us, like we're soldiers. That's kind of I don't know. You just adapt to things, and like Echo was like not in the squad at some point, and also we lost Crosshair, and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about it. We just haven't seen him in so long. I
1: honestly like from the beginning of this episode clocked that we were going to have like a comparison to Crosshair because obviously he's the only other person that left. But I do really like that we have this conversation happening again because and I just remembered this in the fucking pilot. Yeah. Is when we got that conversation with Saw Gerrera and Mm -hmm. Saw Gerrera was like either you can die with the past or change and like, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. live to see the future essentially and I feel like it's interesting to like tie kind of like that concept in again to of like of like change and accepting change and like kind of the whole like gist of this show is like living in a world that's actively changing and like dealing with it yeah and tech's way of doing that is factual and truthful and like to the point and like non-emotive essentially Mm -hmm. um and I like that we're seeing like conflict with that where it's like it's hard to understand for some people yeah this is becoming like a very human situation
0: what does he say what is tech in the in the um finale uh when he's talking to crosshair when they're all like uh, when crosshair moping and they're ca- crawling oh through that yeah tunnel, he doesn't he's, he he's like why are you defending me and tech says i just because i understand you doesn't mean i agree with you yeah
1: he's like that's just the way that he is he's like uh what is he he's saying? always he's like, been like
0: uh yeah. harsh and like yeah. unchangeable or yeah something, or something, something along like those that lines. Uh, he has, um, like, a
1: very, like, black-and-white view of, like, how people are. He has an interesting, I guess, understanding of the concept of people's nature.
0: Yeah, but he's kind of, like, in this, like, he has, like, a great respect for, like, that's the path that they... The, the, big respect for the oh, that's right. choice that people have. Because he does say that Echo and, like, Crosshair chose a different path. Uh, path and they have to respect that, even though it can be difficult to understand. Like, I, I love, too, that, like, he takes a moment to process all of this before he says anything yeah like not like this question blindsided him but like i do appreciate that he kind of had to find the words like it wasn't like i think i don't think we've seen this with like hunter or echo not that they always know exactly what to say but like it's a little easier for them to grasp at like i like that we had this moment where like tech has to think about it and and basically it's just like i i process thoughts differently but that doesn't mean that like i don't understand yeah i do or i don't feel like the difference that's that's here now that like crosshair and echo are gone
1: yeah i do really like i mean kind of like what we were talking about i i like that he compares echo and crosshair and it's interesting to hear him be like i'm gonna respect their decisions obviously as we've talked about we haven't really seen a lot of crosshair Mm -hmm. and like he's he's kind of existing in our minds how he exists in the batches because, like, they haven't seen him either. Yeah. Like, we don't have the privilege of being a viewer and, like, knowing something that they don't. We're, like, also there with them, like, kind of understanding the void of, like, the absence of a character. Which, honestly, is, like, a a very subtle play if it was the the point of not showing Crosshair was to make a comparison with Echo leaving. Yeah. Like, we're kind of, like, we have these, like, voids now. And mm-hmm. it is, I don't know, I I like that they've kind of connected those two. Mm-hmm.
0: I also like that in this conversation, Omega, um, Tech says that, like, this is just what soldiers deal with. They deal with change. Yeah. And I like that Omega's just like, but we're not just soldiers, which, like, they, we had that sort of uh, development in the first season. Um, them finding out who they were, that yeah. they're more of a family than anything um and i i I was expecting when omega points out she's like well we're a family we're not just soldiers i was expecting tech to be like kind of pushed back on her but i like that he's like takes a minute and is like you're right we are and then kind of launches into like the you know i i just process things differently and doesn't mean i don't feel the loss but
1: yeah i do also really like and i wanted to point this out that earlier in the episode when omega is talking about this like echo leaving she refers to them as a squad yeah and then later she refers to them as a family, family. Yeah. and i do really like that i feel like she is also kind of not like super verbalizing it all of the time she's processing th- this loss and the grief of it because it's not just that like your teammate left it's that your team is your family yeah and a family member left and i like which that is she's... why it
0: stings so much exactly even though, i like, like that she's not dead he's yeah. just gone
1: <laughs> sometimes i can still hear his voice <laughs> um Stop I- telling I people can. i'm dead <laughs> i like that she also seems like she's processing that and like able to verbalize then detect like why it hurts so bad that like mm-hmm. it, it feels like he's being like way too blase about this because like it's not just that they're a squad and that they work together and they're like you know they're, like they're co-workers you know it's that they are, they're their family and they're yeah. there for each other
0: well and he- having him agree to that statement and then be like oh yeah also crosshair left is like oh you've gone through this before like just because you weren't vocal about it doesn't mean that it didn't hurt you and i think omega understands that because and i i love that like she's like i kind of just wanted an acknowledgement of like something is different and it is hard yeah like sometimes that's what you need sometimes you just need to be like yeah this fucking sucks and i'm here with you but i might not also be emoting the same way but that's okay also like special shout out again we've
1: now talked about the same point like 15 times but a special shout out to like Highlighting the fact that people process things differently. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just cool from, like, a viewership standpoint, from a human standpoint of just, like, oh, yeah, like, people operate differently. Mm -hmm. Really what it takes is just communication with each other.
0: Well, and I like that, too. A lot of the times characters like Tech who are kind of, like... ADHD autistic coded mm-hmm. like they are often kind of like either the comic relief or like the encyclopedia friend that doesn't get a lot of this like we don't have we don't seem to have conversations around how we process feelings and things with characters like this and I'm I appreciate that we're getting that um from the character themselves and it's not just like well I don't know how to deal with that so I'm just, gonna, I'm just not gonna talk about it or yeah you know um and they added like traverse uh like issue of traversing this conversation with like a child i think that's yeah. like harder almost yeah, for sure
1: i i like and again i think him uh taking time to choose his words it feels a lot like him making a, a big effort here yeah. obviously and that's like the point mm-hmm. but uh but it's nice to see and it's nice to like have that character development supported not just by the words but essentially the spaces in between
0: yeah so uh hunter and wrecker jump down that big hole yep and they get here as well
1: yep <laughs> The uh, the underground slip and slide does deliver them to the exact same spot <laughs> yeah. uh, with the Ipsium. I almost said dilithium. That's Star Trek again. Um, so what make their engines go? Anyway, the Ipsium <laughs> that hasn't exploded uh, and all, you know, their hats, etc. And I like that we don't have to. I mean, they have like a little shot of them placing the Ipsium, but like it's not like a whole big thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, we get that one shot and then them walking out. Yeah. And they walk out uh very, very close to the spaceport that they needed to get to. It seems that they took, like, a weird shortcut.
0: Yeah. <laughs> through. Through the
1: mountain. Through the mountain.
0: Secret tunnel. Uh, one might call it a crossing. Hey. Roll credits. <laughs> um <laughs> I like that I did that and my voice kind of cracked. um <laughs> I love, too, that, like, I, I by the end of this, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to get to the spaceport and, like, call someone. And then I, and then it's like the spaceport's abandoned. <laughs> yeah, I like that it it, it looks shabby from far yeah. away, but like I like when they get up to it that it's like
1: very like dusted over, yeah, ghost
0: towny, very ghost towny. The Star Wars equivalent heavy with of a, a western sort of a ghost town. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and they're I, I like that they're kind of like once again in a sticky situation because like they don't have rations, but like you know thankfully yeah. there's like an array so they can like send a long range message, and I love that we see them calling Sid.
0: Yeah. And Sid's like, no, the dice. whole time they were trying to, like, Omega was like, we need to contact Echo. Yeah. She keeps um, trying, which I think is very yeah. sweet. Um, But then they're like, just jump cut to them talking to Sid. And this is why I brought up the beginning part about, like, Sid buying the mine and it being kind of like a weirder thing for her to she do. She
1: does do, like, kind of a sketchy thing here at the
0: end. Yeah, she does. Like, they're like, oh, you need to come get us because we fucking got our ship stolen. She's like, well, I didn't tell you to get your ship stolen. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Yeah, no. Like, do you want a lot of money, though? (laughs) Do you want your ship? Do you have a ship at all? I don't know. Um, I mean, presumably she can Uber over there. (laughs) Space Uber. My
1: Space Uber. (laughs) Um, She's got to get her grandkid to drive her.
0: (laughs) But I like that. Like the last time we saw Sid was in Faster, where we're kind of being shown her uh, dubious past um, and kind of being confronted with like maybe she's not going to be so helpful in the future. Yeah. Um, and we're kind of getting a little bit of taste of that, which I'm surprised. I mean, again, we knew it was going to come up as a conflict because of course it is. But um, I'm curious to see what part two of this episode uh, of this two, two-part two episode <laughs> sort of storyline is going yeah. to be uh, regarding Sid, Because they basically have to convince her to pick them up. Well,
1: and you know, this is a great way to transition into the end of the episode. Yeah. I was, and I was going to say, quick caveat here, I do really like that this is a two-part episode that is spanning two weeks, presumably. I mean, maybe it's a three-part episode. Who knows? I I like that it's a multi-part episode over multiple weeks because instead of, you know, like our mid-season was because I like that we get to guess now and we get to do sort of like what our predictions are and I I think it's like kind of like a fun way to build suspense, like a lot of suspense, suspense,
0: which is great, Mm -hmm. or anticipation. I also can't believe she hangs up on them.
1: Yeah, so I like that essentially... The question is, how the fuck are we going to get off this planet, yeah. right? And, like, our options, as they have been presented to us, are either, like you said, convince Sid to come pick them up or somehow get in contact with Echo.
0: Which, as they they have previously stated in this episode, that he seems to have turned his communicator off.
1: Yeah. I would probably guess that, obviously, they're going to have to get their shit back and they're going to have to deal with this uh, poacher person who yeah. looks like a young person.
0: Yeah. Um. Or just a small person.
1: Yeah, or just a small person. Or they're going to have to, like... You know, and they're going to have to, you know, communicate with someone. And, like, yeah. I would be interested if it was Echo. I, I don't necessarily think they're going to get Sid to come pick them up.
0: Well, she says, give me a few days. And then Hunter's like, we don't have a few days. And she's like, Meh, bye. And they're <laughs> like, I guess we'll figure it out. I do like that, like, Omega seems to... uh kind of echo some words that Tech has said to her earlier um, which is like we'll figure it out like we always do um, and I think in the moment she was more upset about like Echo not being there and she's like that's not really the point but now it's like I think after that conversation and like kind of the emotional moment like release moment, she's like, okay, I feel like I have trust again in this family, even though like we're still feeling the loss of a, of someone. Yeah, um we're kind of back
1: to like what we know, which is like uh, an insane situation and trying to survive. Yeah,
0: so I, I like that it kind of ends on that note where like it's still very like this is a sticky situation for them still, um but I like that Omega has kind of revived her sense of hope.
1: You know, as we kind of talked about last season, I feel like Omega is in a way the sense of hope in mm-hmm. in this group because with her sort of childlike wonder, so it's fun to see that again uh so end of this episode i did want to shout out that Mm -hmm. this episode had some pretty great like visual you know
0: beautiful episode
1: i just like particularly there's a shot after the stampede when they're like it's like a wide shot of all of them like hanging on the cables Mm -hmm. uh in sans wrecker who's on the ground uh that one was really fantastic the one that really killed me though is when they come out of the second cave Mm -hmm. the second mine you know when they see the town they're like on an overlook Mm -hmm. and it's like the most beautiful, you know, the like red mesas, yeah. flat land, like a beautiful sunset. It's a really it's a gorgeous shot and I like that we got to linger on it twice. It's like I think I talked about this in the um the tribe episode that it's like mm-hmm. really fun when we get to linger on beautiful wide shots because you know that they know that yeah. they did a good job. Um I'm sorry, I'm, were
0: you talking about the beginning of the episode or the No the end. Okay, got it. Uh, I wanted the second mine. Yeah. I wanted to talk about two we I kind of uh we glossed over the um like opening shot. Um but when they get oh yeah out of the we've like immediately we establish that like this is kind of a sombre we're we're thinking, we're introspective, we're sad, um, with the music. And then when they get they land and they get out, it's like uh Tech Hunter and uh Wrecker and then like Omega is kind of trailing behind. Mm-hmm. But like I again we get another wide shot to be like it's just Omega getting out and she's a little bit far behind, almost like she's leaving space for somebody. Uh, and then the, we see the door closing to their ship. Yeah. Um, which is very just like punchy, like Echo is not here.
1: I also really <laughs> like that in that shot, so like how the lighting is set up, that yeah. it's like... uh 80 90 percent shadow except for on the far left hand like corner there's like a, a, a chunk a little sliver mm-hmm. of light and i really like that they're like but they're walking to the right yeah. and it's just like they're kind of in and entering in shadow and like what was behind them was kind of like a light spot yeah. and like this is really probably leaning into it but like i don't know lean into ne- it if you do composition i feel like at some point you galaxy brain it and you're just like how can i express <laughs> this i just really like that also I mean, as we've talked about with color and color theory a lot before, just, like, you don't necessarily need to use, like, blues and grays to, like, make a somber moment. This really just, like, actively used a barren landscape and a lot of really interesting shadows. And, like, but the shadows, it's not even, like, oh, it was, like, playing on the light really interestingly or something like that. Like, Mm -hmm. it had a a complex shape. Mm -hmm. It just was overwhelming. And, like, really sort of, like... I almost said dawning, but like not like in the dawn sense. In the sort of like it was, it's oncoming. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just really liked it. They had a really interesting way of turning something that was really colorful into something that was like, you know, appropriately moody for like the episode that we we're about to have, and it just felt really like. I mean, it's because it's kind of like wastelandy. Mm-hmm. Also, it just felt really appropriate. And that's, like, I could use a better word, but, like... This is an artistic-ass episode. Yeah, I also... (laughs) I guess appropriate is a a weird word to use, but a design note is that a lot of times when you're designing stuff for shows, you're, like, given a script or storyboards or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, not necessarily, like, you're trying to make, like, the most beautiful thing in the world, but you're trying to make something that is it works for what you have mm-hmm. and it's like what is the best way to do the yeah. thing that I need to you're trying to essentially accomplish a goal mm-hmm. does it hit the goal that I'm trying to accomplish does it tell the story, tell the story? and like does it support the story narratively mm-hmm. and so like th- this is like a really great example of like visuals that support the story narratively in potentially a way that aren't t- isn't typical Yeah. Um, and they do a really great job thank you color department thank you yeah. backgrounds department and environment department And by department, I mean artists. 10 out of 10. They're doing a really great job. Artistic episode. And it's just going to be me over here being like, thank you, color designers. (laughs) I love you. You're wonderful. Shout outs to the color designers. Shout outs to the color designers. Do you have anything else? Um, I I hope Echo comes back in the next episode. I don't know if he will or if we're gonna get a transmission or something. I'm ec-
0: I am excited for we have a we finally have an episode that leaves off on a direction of like okay we know where they're at and yeah. we know what they're trying to do still because we left them in the middle of the problem. So I'm excited that we have like a specific direction and I'm excited to see who our little feathered friend is. Yes. Um. And are they gonna get their ship back? Because that'd be a wild turn of events well in the fucking Mandalorian his ship get blown up. Oh yeah. Completely destroyed. I forgot about that. Which like again, this is a this is a podcast about Bad Batch and not a pos- podcast about a pasta. the Mandalorian. This is not a pasta about the Mandalorian. <laughs> um so I'm not going to talk about it but like uh, what was the point of that? But anyway, um I uh, I hope they get it back just because there's also like uh, uh is her name Lula?
1: Oh yeah, all their stuff. And uh, uh Tuka doll yeah. that he gave to Omega and Gonky. And Gonky. Sorry,
0: Gonki. <laughs> You're like the doll. Oops. Uh Gonky's like, hello. <laughs> well, um... it's a really cute gesture.
1: Uh I'm sure they'll get their shit back. I'm just interested to see how that plays out. Yeah. It's fun to have an episode where it leaves off in the middle so we can yeah. guess and build anticipation mm-hmm. and uh, you know, have a have a fun week to week. I don't know. I like when that happens. I think it's a good
0: time. I enjoy that this wasn't like a high octane um sort high of high octane yeah it wasn't high octane sort of like uh suspense but like there is suspense here um yeah they're they're in a sticky stitch sticky situation can't wait uh so yeah i'm excited Same. for next week all right that's all for this episode thank you so much for listening we'll be publishing episodes every monday so join us next time for episode 10 called retrieval uh, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and also Instagram and Twitter at The Batch Pod. So if you like story and you like Star Wars, then tune in for the next episode of The Good, the Bad, and The Batch. Bye. Bye.